I'm Sam. And I'm Greg. We're, We're human, human beings. beings. And, and we, we like, like movies. movies. We'll be doing reviews of brand new releases. Old classics. Entire sagas. And even TV shows and video games. This, this is Reaction Time. Craig? Yes. Can I paint a picture? <sighs> okay. okay. Real quick. I'm ready. <clears throat> the What's date it? is May 19th, 2005. Okay. My family of seven has just driven in a minivan from Colorado to Pennsylvania, where my dad was wow. was getting his PhD. Oh, okay. So we went to his graduation. Nice. Then they took all the kids up to New York to go uh, just to see New York, right? Mm-hmm. I was nine years old. I just turned nine. And it just so happened to be on the weekend that Revenge of the Sith was coming out. Okay. So my dad's like, we're taking all the boys and we're going like but early in the morning. Okay. Okay, so I think we were in line at like five. That's my memory was like five. I texted my dad Wait, about who it. got the PhD? My dad. Okay, your dad, okay. Um, so we're in line like super early, midtown Midtown Manhattan, Yeah. Um, very old historic theater. Okay. It was a one-screen theater. It closed down in 2016, which is so sad, but- mm. It opened in the 60s, and it was a one-screen theater. Most movie theaters nowadays, each screen has between 150 and 300 seats. Mm-hmm. This theater had 1,200 seats for the one screen. Dang. So it's just like this really cool, like old wow. giant theater. Okay. Everyone in front of me in line was dressed as a Jedi. Nice. Or like somebody from Star Wars. I still remember the freaking little coffee cart with donuts next to us. <laughs> it was like 50 degrees, super early in the morning. We go inside, you know, we get tickets, we sit down, six in the morning, you know, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and then it fades, and it shows, <laughs> and just the eruption of like cheering, yeah. which I, I miss that from Star Wars movies so much. Yeah. But, so had you seen the first two? Yes. Had so, you seen the first three? Yes. I had okay. seen all of the okay. Star Wars movies. Okay. Attack of the Clones, I think is the first movie I ever went and saw in theaters. I oh, think I was okay. six. Okay, it's, it's possible that I had seen another one, but that's like the first one I like actually remember. Okay, um, but yeah, so we're 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 in the theater and the glorious shot. That first shot, dude, with the big dude. ship. First of all, that looks amazing. So, oh, okay. I was talking about that opening. It's great. might be my favorite opening of any of the Star Wars. Yeah, it's really good. A minute and a half into that, the screen goes black. Oh. The noise is still playing, but the screen goes black. People are booing, yada, yada, yada. And then the I don't think the screen came back on until they were like landing in General Grievous' ship. So like oh I think we gosh. missed almost all of the opening Holy crap. battle. Maybe it wasn't quite that much, but it oh, was that's like- a lot. Quite a bit. And I remember on the way out, they gave everybody another ticket to come nice. back and see it. But obviously- Obviously we you guys were just- Because we, like, we were in Colorado, but- so that was just like, that is one of the earliest okay. memories I have in my life, which I think this is another reason why this is like my favorite movie. Yeah. So anyway, hello everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the 21st episode of Reaction Time. <gasps> We're 21st century. We are 21st century. Boom. This is our 21st birthday. We can legally drink this podcast. Yeah, yeah, let's get wasted. <laughs> wasted on Star Wars. <laughs> so uh, today, if you cannot tell, we are going to be talking about Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, which is my favorite movie. Okay. I want to emphasize to everybody that I do not think this is the best movie ever made. No. But to me, this is like my comfort movie. This is my nostalgia movie. I love this movie. You can watch it over and so over I can again. Watch it. I watch it every year on my birthday and then several times in between birthdays. Nice. Also. <laughs> so I've got some stuff to say. I'm going to try to be... Um, 
I'm going to try to be like pretty unbiased about stuff, yeah. but also talk about how much I love it. So it's going to be kind of difficult. So let me paint a picture Wait, for you. Can I show you the picture oh, of me yeah, real quick? Yeah, yeah, please, please. Okay. I'm so, so this is not this. I, this is not me at the movie. This is me after the movie. After the movie, we went to. So the, this is you and your. Which I think. What are you? Nine. I'm nine. Yeah, yeah. and um, I believe we were at the largest. I think it was the largest Toys R Us on Earth. I believe. Oh. So it's four stories. What? There was a Ferris wheel in the middle. Uh huh. There was a full, like a life-size Barbie castle in the Toys R Us. This is real. This is real. This is where we went. Colorado? No, it's in New oh. York. Oh yeah, that's in right. In New York City. You. Yeah. Um, what? So this is me and my brother. <laughs> um, I'm in the red. <laughs> so that's little oh stupid nerdy God, me go- after I just saw glasses? Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, you had the freaking bowl cut. Uh, dude. I had the freaking bowl cut, dude. I had a bowl cut forever. <laughs> If you want to picture me as a little kid, just look up Stuart Little, and that was me. Oh my gosh, really? Hundred percent. That little kid actor. That I mean, like legitimately, I looked almost like a twin. That is incredible. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> Dude, you're so happy. I know. I'm so happy. <laughs> my parents let everybody get one toy, so I obviously got a General Grievous toy because he was so cool. Obviously. Dude. And. Uh, I remember going into that Toys R Us and just on repeat on the all the TVs in there, it was just the episode three trailer playing over and over nice. and over again. And I just remember being like, that movie's the coolest thing like I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Um, and I just want to thank my dad for not having that stupid rule where you can't go see PG-13 movies before yes. you're 13. Because I was yeah. nine and I needed that movie. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Cool. So that's, that's, my, uh, that's my picture painting. So, I'll put this up on, on Instagram for anybody who wants to go see it. It'll be on our story. Here's my side. Oh, yeah. Tell me yeah. about your side. I did not grow up on Star Wars or Star Trek. What, either what one. Did, did you grow up on something? Like, was there one big force in your life? Pun intended. <laughs> That's a little Star Wars joke for you there. That was funny. Um, 24. That was dude. I love twenty four. That was that was my but life. Like twenty four is not like a thing you can really no, like. It's key for Southern nerd man. out over. Them. No, no, I didn't have any. I don't really like. Have you weren't like, like any... a Power Rangers guy yeah. or like a Marvel. Guy. I mean, there wasn't lo- no. like DC Batman. No, I mean, you know, I loved like the X Men shows okay. back in the day. Um, I I was gr- more growing up. I was into more of the anime type stuff because okay. my brother was, and then I fell a lot from that because. It got to be a little weird for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, no, I was more video games too. Okay. So yeah. I think I played Star Wars video games, you know, growing up. Yeah, everyone <laughs> played Star Wars video games growing up, dude. They were dope. They were awesome. <laughs> yeah. So. Shadows of the Empire on N64. It's oh, like the one that oh, see, a I didn't lot of people that talk one. about. I, oh. I I played it a couple times, like at a friend's house, but I never had it in sixty four. But like that's the one a lot of people talk about. Oh, see, mine was was Star Wars Battlefront. All Battlefront's the way. great. So I bought good. Battlefront on my Xbox, like the non new version. Yeah, like, oh, I have the, the new old, one's garbage. Yeah, I have the old one on there, and it's yeah, so good. It's so good. I love yeah. Battlefront or the Lego Star Wars movies uh, games. Yeah, where Lego Star Wars oh, is phenomenal. It's incredible. great. So I saw the prequels first. Okay. Before I even saw four, five, and six, did you see them as they were coming out? Yes. Okay. Because I remember seeing the pod racing in theaters. You were born in ninety two, ninety three, ninety three. Oh, so you were six when the first one came out. Yeah, I, I think I saw it in theaters. Okay. I know I saw the third one in theaters. I know I especially saw the third one. I thought I saw the first three in theaters, but I could be wrong. I okay. can't remember. But 
we had somebody who lived in our house that was like super, super, super into Star Wars. And so we went and saw it because they wanted to go and see it. Yeah. Um, so I saw the prequels first. I remember seeing pod racing as a little kid. I was like, this is the coolest thing yeah, in the entire the world. Yeah, the pod racing right? scene yeah, yeah. is so sick. That's amazing. Yeah. Don't remember anything else about that movie. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's pod racing and there's Darth Maul, and that's yeah, Darth episode Maul. one. Yeah, that's episode like, one. That's the whole that's thing. That's all you need. For sure. And Jar Jar Binks. Um, so I didn't see four, five, and six until I was probably like freaking 18. Wow, really? Yeah. I just never, we never grew up with them. And then that's like so shocking. And then I never, like, I liked the first three when they came out when I was little. Yeah. But it wasn't like, I wasn't old enough either. And by the time I was old enough that I wanted to watch the old ones, I didn't really care. Yeah, Because I was like, sense. yeah, those movies are cool, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then I will say for me, Seven, that's my favorite Star Wars okay. movie. I know it's just four. Like, yeah, but Seven's, dude, Seven's a blast though. That, and that's, and that's to me, that's what I like about Star Wars. I am not into the lore. Like, Fair. you know, them... The hair and you yeah, know the, passing the that Jedi on, mullet, yeah, yeah. yeah, all that kind of stuff. Like <laughs> you, I, I don't, yeah. I don't care about that kind of stuff. So like Seven's fantastic for me because yeah. there's very little about that, and it's just like mm-hmm. action sequence after Dude, action sequence. Seven at surface level is like is a oh, very good Star Wars movie. Fantastic. The, the, the Millennium Falcon chase through the like the Death oh Star, where they like gosh. go up and then they just like fall down and shoot the top. It's <sighs> That's it's phenomenal. It's so good. It's that's so, what I so, want so Star Wars to always yeah. be. It's just yeah. like crazy action. Well, that's to like I do care about the lore, but yeah. to me, what makes Star Wars good is that yeah. is like the yeah. the exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there's also lore too for the people who care about it. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't like when they do things that are only lore and there's no excitement mm-hmm. because like Star Wars is not no, it's not good dialogue. Oh no! Like it's just not, and I'm. It's fine, and a lot of people say that's the prequels, but like you watch the original trilogy, oh, dude, and the it's bad too. It is so bad. It's so if bad. You think of four, five, and six as and we kind of did this in the Mario movie. Like if you put it up against like a good movie, no, it's not a good no. movie. But they're fun to watch. It's so fun. Yeah, Star Wars to me is about honestly number one. It's about like consequences and heartbreak. That's mm-hmm. like the plot of every single good piece of Star Wars content. Yeah. And then right behind that is just the, ex- the exciting, just like mm-hmm. visually, you know, the action, the lightsaber fights, mm-hmm. like all that stuff is just so good. That's why I love the prequels too, is like my favorite thing in the world is lightsabers. Mm-hmm. And if <laughs> the prequels were the worst movies on earth, the lightsaber fights are still so dope. Yeah, they're cool. They're still awesome. Yeah, Even if sometimes they don't make sense. Yeah, they're no. so fun, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. I will say, so Sam had me watch... The sixth episode of Obi Wan. Yeah, because this is a spoiler. Yeah, if you haven't seen Obi Wan Kenobi and you're going to uh, watch it, I won't say anything. Okay, just the battle between those two characters. Mm. Yeah. might be my favorite piece of Star Wars for the heart of it, or vi- or visually, visually interesting. And, okay, and I would even say. It's more emotional than I yeah. thought it was going to be. Like both oh, of them did sure. really, really well. Yeah. But like he's just like lifting all the rocks. Yeah, like, it's pretty cool. It just to me, uh, the reason why I like that so much is I, the reason why I like the lightsabers is because of the colors. Yeah, and I like in 
that part, you see the the glowing yeah. blue and the glowing red. Yeah. And that is so cool. And it's on everything. It is cool. Like it's reflecting off the rocks and like What's interesting about that is that in a a big part of me hates that because they just recently started using LED sabers. Mm. for filming because of the light spill. Okay. You can't really get that. Like, if you look at any other Star Wars movie, even the even the sequels, there's a couple scenes like in the dark where, where they'll use them, but mm-hmm. for the most part, they're just sticks. Yeah. Um, so there's almost no light spill except for in, in the dark sometimes. And now they're using LED ones, which I'm fine with, Yeah. but sometimes they're too bright and then it stops okay. looking like a lightsaber and it starts looking like a, like a prop that like I own. And that it makes starts sense. looking more that like that. Sense. And so it kind of takes me a little bit more out of it. Yeah. But I do like the colors. It is yeah. cool. Like they even did that in Attack so of the Clones. Cool. Like forever ago, they did one scene where Anakin's fighting Count Dooku where they use LED sabers for that light spill because yeah. it looks really cool. That's so. so cool. Yeah. Okay. But so that's my yeah. story. So when we start rating all of this, we have yours where that's what you grew up with. Yeah. That was kind of your thing. I didn't grow up with it all. I started with the prequels. I don't really have any like huge desire that's like, man, I, I love everything about Star Wars. It's just, it's cool, yeah. you know? And I think you feel about Star Wars how I feel about some of Star Trek. Okay. Like I just like, I'm like, if it's cool, cool, but yeah. I don't care. No. You know, like I'll watch it and I'll think it's like the new Star Trek movies. Oh right? I think I only saw the first two. But they're fun. They're so good. They're fun movies, but they're like I don't so give fun. two flying farts about the lore. Oh no, no. Like I would <laughs> never look. I. I would never look any deeper than what the movies tell me. No. So yeah, I get that. Yeah, and I know a lot of people. If they're like true Star Trek fans, are like, oh, those are bad because yeah. But to me, I, I freaking loved them. They were great. <laughs> Even the third one was good. I haven't seen the third one yet, but That's I would good. like to watch it because yeah. I, I liked the first two a lot. I love the second one, but okay. I don't the second one good. Okay, do you want to ju- you want to jump into it? Yeah, and just talk about stuff. Yeah, I will probably be educating you on oh, some dude, stuff, be, but I'm gonna try to keep it. No, dude, talk as much as uh, you want. This is your baby. This is this is my baby. Yeah, this is. This is the movie. I think this is the movie that I've seen the most times in my life. Okay. I can't imagine there's a movie I've seen more times than this. Okay. And definitely the movie that I know more about. And it's either this or Shrek that I can quote <laughs> start to or finish. Or Monsters vs. Aliens. Or Monsters vs. Aliens, like almost perfectly. <laughs> Shrek, I can get pretty good, but. That's my wife in Harry Potter. She, the first oh, few. Oh, really? Oh, she can quote like. Basically, oh, no. the, she can quote like the first Harry Potter almost word for word. That's pretty awesome. That's so actually. great. That's great. Okay. So is this a 10 out of 10 for you? That's really tricky. So if we're talking about like... No, just... just Is it a 10 out of 10 for I you mean, because yeah. it's your favorite movie? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Because that's like we were talking about. The 10 out of 10 is almost like your vibe. And just to me, a favorite movie is rewatchability. Yeah. Because... How can you say you have like I don't know for me my number one movie would be probably the one that I can rewatch pretty much the most yeah right and so that should be a ten if, out of ten for you right if I was coming at this from just like uh, maybe a critic standpoint who really likes Star Wars though yeah. I'd probably give this movie like a nine out of ten or okay. maybe like low nines because there are some plot holes yeah there are some storylines that don't work perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, I mean, I, I, I'm able to recognize like the faults in this movie, but I super look past them because I think this movie's dope. But yeah, so and we'll talk to the, we'll talk about those when we get into story and stuff. But. Okay, I think I'd give it 
a 7.6. That's respectable. I'm going to take yeah. it. I just was really hoping you weren't anywhere under a 5. I'm no. I'm going to take anything with that. It's dumb, but what, I still think it's fun. What I do think is interesting about this movie is I've, I've listened to a lot of people like rank their favorite Star Wars movies mm-hmm. and people kind of of all walks of life, of all ages and everything. And what's really interesting is I'd say the majority of people put this in the top half of Star Wars movies. This is um, the best of the prequels. This is for sure the best of the prequels. Easy. I think that overall, this is a better movie than all the sequels. Like if you take the full depth of all the movies, okay. this is a better movie than all, okay. all the sequels. So um, yeah, so okay. it's cool. Um, Want to jump into scores? Yeah, okay. Okay, so let's talk about... Let's talk about visuals. Yeah. Can I do a quick preface on visuals? Please. 2005. Yes. Okay. So we're getting- When was Transformers again? 2007. Okay. Okay. That's what so, I compare like every old movie to dude, is Transformers. For sure. Because it, like how- How again, did they do I don't that? know how they did it. I don't even know. I have no idea. There are movies that look worse nowadays still. Yeah. So- this uh, this movie gets critiqued a lot because of the over and it's kind of all the prequels the mm-hmm. over reliance on CGI, mm-hmm. which I understand. Yeah, but at the same time they built they built like so many sets for this. A lot of it is green screen extension and not like the whole environment's green screened. Okay, some of it is like the I think most of the final lightsaber fight is all green screen. Oh yeah, which is yeah. but it's still I think it still looks really really good. Oh yeah, no, um, I wouldn't say it looks bad. But there's only one part yeah. that's like, okay, Kenobi is standing in front of a green screen. Are you talking about when he fights Grievous? No, it's at the end. Uh, the, it's him and Anakin. And it and it's, I don't think it's when they're fighting. It I right think it's before right they, before they fight. fight. Oh yeah, I got you. And I got it's you. like the backdrop and I'm like, oh man, yeah, he's in front yeah. of a green screen. Yeah. So there's some, <laughs> like, there's some stuff like that, yeah. you know, but I think there's so much in this movie that holds up really well, but I'll let you go first. Okay. Um, okay, so let me get my notes and then you yeah. can give your notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought the beginning was awesome. I honestly didn't think anything in the beginning looked bad. Dude, literally that first shot Even looks like, better than a lot of movies today. Oh, yeah. Like that first ship yeah. that it shows. I'm like, how on earth Even did they make something that looks that good? The it freaking, looks really good. The physics they, the and buzz droids that yeah. come and f- like, I thought all that looked great. Right? cool, yeah. dude. Yeah. Love the beginning. Um... Okay, I have a quick question for you. Okay. Have you seen the Family Guy Star Wars movies? No. I'm going to need to make you watch this. Okay. It's incredible. <laughs> okay. Fair. There's, so you, you, have you seen Family, family I've Guy? Seen some, I know. You know Cleveland? Guy. The black guy? Yes. He voices R2D2 in the Family Guy one. Okay. Because it's basically, it's, they just basically recreate four, five, and six. Okay. But obviously with Family Guy spin to it. Yeah. And. <laughs> And there's one part, it's a little, I won't go into detail, but there's one part where R2-D2, in, in all the Star Wars, he always, like, you know, sticks a thing in and, like, can control stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Well, in the Family Guy one, it's, like, a kind oh. of a sexual thing, you yeah. know? So, <laughs> when he first did that, like, doing the elevator, oh, no. all I could think of <laughs> It's You've had Cle- Star Wars ruined And it's for you. Cleveland, and he's like, oh, it's okay, baby. Don't worry oh about my it. It's so funny. Uh, I'll make you watch it because it's really funny. Okay. Okay, Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Did he have fake hair? No, but okay. so there's some, no, it was his real hair. But there, there are, are some where it's like so brown yeah. and like perfect. Like, it's wind doesn't move it. It is like an enigma. Isn't, isn't the right color as like his hair? It is very strange, it's but so it is hundred percent his okay. real hair. And so there are uh, there are a couple <laughs> times with both him and Hayden Christensen where their hair is for sure just different. And my <laughs> guess is reshoots. 
okay. or something where it's like they came back like a few months later and they yeah. had like redo the hair real yeah. quick. So maybe there are a couple spots where, because I think during the premiere, he had really short hair. Oh, okay. Um, and so maybe maybe there are like a couple reshoots where they okay. had to like give him a wig. I'm not sure. Sh- I don't know that much it was about like, it. But yeah, there I know other, what you're talking There about. were other parts though where I could see little hairs flinging away, right? Yeah. But there were some where- Sometimes it was, it was like- It was like a Barbie model. Uh, it, was like, it was like a Lego <laughs> hair just like on his head. Yeah, I totally get that. Anyways, I- 100%. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Very funny. Um, oh, there's a part where I think it's Anakin and he's running up the stairs. Yeah. The frames are really bad. And I thought really, it was Like it's my, low frame rate? Yeah, but I, re, I rewound it and then played it again and it did the same thing. Where he's running up the steps to the opera? Yes. To talk to Palpatine? Yeah, it's like, I love that I know where all the timestamps are for- I was going to say, it's pretty- I thought it was close to the beginning, but maybe yeah, it's, it's a little further close away. To the Fun fact, um, this is the only time you ever see George Lucas in a Star Wars movie. He's in it? Right here? It seems fine to me. That was- Maybe know. it's right here. That's George Lucas right there. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Keep playing it right there. I think it might be right here. It wasn't. No, that was it. Yeah, I, I rewound it and played it again. I mean, and it was like it like kind of glitched for a second, and I was like, "That was weird." So I thought it was me. So I rewound it, and it was fine. Huh? Okay, that seems fine. That's weird. I, yeah, don't, I don't know. know. Okay. Um. Oh, I don't know if there's any reason to this. Why does Obi Wan hold out like two fingers in his fighting stance? Because freaking dope. I okay. don't know. I have okay. no idea. I just. I literally that. don't. So there are different. I'm going to try not to get too nerdy. <laughs> there are seven different lightsaber fighting forms. Okay. And I don't know exact. I don't, I don't know everything about okay. Star Wars, okay. but I don't know if that's like a specific thing that they do for the form that he uses. Okay. So there are some that are like more attack, more defense, more use your opponent's strength against them, stuff yeah. like that. So I don't know if that's like a typical thing for that, but what's really interesting is he has a couple different forms throughout like all of... Um, all of Star Wars. Oh, okay. So he does that one like in the prequels. So he does that on, in Revenge I saw of the him Sith. I do it in Obi Wan too. Yeah, in an Obi Wan. That was cool. Then when he gets to when he gets to Episode Four, mm-hmm. his stance is very like mm-hmm. kind of samurai. I guess some like just mm-hmm. kind yeah. of holding it out yeah. like that. And what's really cool in one of the animated. Uh, I'm guessing I'm going to spoil this for you. One of the animated Star Wars shows, he Darth Maul. By the way, Darth Maul doesn't die. I don't know if you knew that. Yes, Darth Maul gets I did, chopped in I did, half, but I did he comes that. back yeah. in the cartoons. Yeah. And he, basically the whole time he's looking for Obi-Wan because he's pissed off because he chopped him yeah, in half. Of course. Right? He's got robot legs. He's freaking super dope in the cartoons. Oh, dude, Darth and he finally best. finds Obi-Wan on Tatooine guarding Luke. Okay. And Obi-Wan, the first thing he does is he assumes his mm-hmm. episode three stance. And then he goes, no, that was the old Obi-Wan. And then he assumes the, Ewan, the uh, Alec Guinness, the episode four stance. Okay. And then he's like, Actually, I know what to do. And then he assumes the Qui-Gon Jinn stance. Oh. And so Darth Maul goes to try to kill Obi-Wan the same way that he kills Qui-Gon Jinn. Uh-huh. And Obi-Wan slices right through his lightsaber and right down the middle of Darth Maul and kills him. Okay, that's amazing. And it's incredible. I'll show it to you. It's a 10-second lightsaber fight. That's cool. It's really cool. So, yeah, his lightsaber fighting style like develops okay. over the years. Long answer for your short question. No, I, I didn't know if there was some reason to Yeah, it. no, I think that's just because it looks cool. Um. One thing I've always liked about the Star Wars movie, I love their scene transitions. Yeah, the, they're really cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mean, know why. It almost looks like a something like a little kid does you for know? sure. Like, but it's and you cool. can do them all on PowerPoint, right? Yeah, but, but I think they're just, from Star Wars cool. because they did them in the original yeah. movies. But because yeah. there's the there's the little like clock wipe. Uh-huh. There's, there's like the, the four one. The, the, yeah, the four, yeah, there's the the circle fade out uh-huh. and the circle fade in. Like, it's fun. It's just fun. Yeah, yeah. fun little transition. Things. I love those. Yeah. Um, Palpatine looks ridiculous. 
Are you talking about the Emperor she, Palpatine or Sheev Palpatine? Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, not Palpatine. Um, Padme. Padme the chick? Yeah. Natalie Portman? Natalie Portman. When she has the- Oh, the, the stupid- little, <laughs> She's got the most extravagant clothes and some of them it's are so stupid dumb. and some of them are dope. I literally laughed out loud. I was laughing yeah, some so hard. Are, yeah. Um, okay, my last thing for visuals. Okay. I love when Yoda comes in and there's the two red guards mm-hmm. and he just like weighs his hand. Yeah, and they and just, just slam against the wall. I don't know why, but that was the funniest thing in the entire world. It's amazing. Okay, those so, are my notes for visuals. Cool. Do you want to give your score? Yeah, I would- I'd give it a 170. Cool. Yeah, some stuff doesn't look great. Yeah. But at the same time, it I love the cities too. The first shot of like a lot of the cities and all the yeah. lights lit up and stuff. It's so yeah. cool. Looking. Like this, like like yeah. they just like, man, some of the some of the stuff they do on this in this movie is so amazing. There are some like green screen shots that aren't great, mm-hmm. but then there's other stuff they do that is just incredible. So there's a there's a general grievous shot, which is right here. That is one of the most impressive 2005 CG shots I've ever seen in my life. zooms in on his eyes. Dude. That's cool. Look at that. I know. That's 2005. Yeah. Bro. I love when they like, zoom in on that. The glisten in the eyes and the realness of like the alien skin underneath of him with like this. That's that's amazing to me. Oh, it's and then there's so other good. stuff that's just like, okay, whatever. Well, even other times with him doesn't great. look great. Yeah, exactly. Like, like his cloak most of the time. Like the is- second time you see him, it's like, eh, okay, whatever. Like you just kind of look <laughs> past it. But then they do stuff like this and you're like, it's very interesting like where their, maybe their budget or their time went mm-hmm. to. But- yeah, it's really awesome. And then what I think is really cool about this movie, even when the CGI isn't perfect, I think the composition is really good, which is basically for people who don't know what composition is, it's taking two elements that are kind of pushed together and making them so they look like they fit, which a lot of times is okay. coloring, lighting, and just depth of things. Okay. So if you were to like Photoshop in, let's say you just drag like a picture of a person and just stick them into a, a blank picture of like nature, mm-hmm. it'll look weird until you start playing with how much, you know, fog is going to be in front of them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because of the distance of the lens, right. blurs, stuff like that. And I think that even when the CGI shots aren't perfect, they've com- compositioned them so well yeah. that they still look like they fit yeah. somehow. So I think that's like, like a even really- the whole last ending battle- I think it looks really good. The la- yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah. And I think I think even the floor on this entire fight is green screen. It has to be. The entire thing. And so I just think that like like that floor is green screen right now and it looks really good even though you yeah. can kind of tell it's CGI, you don't think about it. Yeah. Twice like at all. Um this is the longest sword fight in any movie in cinema history still to this day. I was going to say. It's over 10 minutes long it's of super them long. fighting. It's great. It's so good. It doesn't get boring. No, it doesn't. No. It's really cool. I was going to talk about this in the story, but why does the robot just follow Obi-Wan? The one that Anakin's on? The When they jump onto the lava? Yeah, well, yeah, because Obi-Wan jumps on that platform and then he jumps on that little robot and like yeah. burns half of him. I don't know. Why does the, why does the robot... I don't know. Follow it. You have to ask him. I'm not sure. I don't not sure what he gets the paid robot to do. like go the other way. Like, yo, you just burned me. I don't want to be Yeah. I don't, I don't have any part of you. So I just really like Star Wars because of the world building and I love the overuse of CGI. Really? I, yeah. I think it's awesome. I it's definitely I wouldn't say because like the Hobbit. I hate The Hobbit yes. because of the overuse of CGI, because of how good the Lord of the Rings looked. Yeah. But I don't feel like this is that level. No. Well, what's interesting is this is definitely way more CGI than The Hobbit, like a thousand times over. Like, yeah, yeah, this yeah, entire yeah, yeah. shot is CGI. Like, oh yeah, yeah. But 
what I think it's because the Hobbit doesn't need all that CGI. No, this in a in a way does because yeah. all of it is so out of this world. Yeah, and the Hobbit is a lot of it is pretty in the world because yeah. it's more like a renaissance like nature and buildings and stuff and not so like sci-fi yeah. outer space kind of stuff. And the Hobbit CGI felt like laziness where this yeah. doesn't. Yeah. This is, I felt like George Lucas, he couldn't accomplish a lot of this stuff in the in the first three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this was his like time to have fun. Yeah. And like, what can we do now? You know? Yeah, and it, it was just... Basically, every movie he ever made was just like, how do I push all the boundaries mm-hmm. to the point where people are upset by it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I freaking appreciate it because yeah. he like gave us so much of what we have. He's like made ILM, dude. They like make every visual effect for any movie <laughs> yeah, ever, except were- for Weta. Weta's like the other big one who did yeah. Lord of the Rings and like Avatar and stuff. But ILM has done you know, Avengers oh. and Quiet Place and like just all the big stuff. So he also yeah. gave us Pixar. He and, did. He and did. he gave us linear editing. Yeah, he did so, give us Pixar. I mean, George Lucas did so much for film and everything. And Steve so. Jobs. Anyways, I think this movie looks really good and I think it looks really good for 2005. Yeah. And again, even the over usage of CGI almost never pulls me out of the movie. Yeah. Which I think is a, a very important part of it. I'm going to give the visuals a 189. Okay. So the only thing that I like, yeah, I like the old Yoda better than the CGI. That's Yoda. fair. I and I also want to ask, what does jumping around fifteen hundred times do to make him a better fighter? <laughs> Let me he'll ask hit, you something. He'll hit once and then flip around like eighteen times and it then distracts hit again. your opponent. <laughs> I don't know. It's fun, dude. It's so fun. And they all spin. Why do they spin? That's the perfect time for the enemy just to kill you as you're spinning around to hit for some reason. They'll hit a couple of times and then they'll spin around and they'll hit real hard. It's so boring if they didn't spin. <laughs> I know it would be boring. <laughs> I know. Well, there's a lot of things in in the lightsaber fights that yeah, you look at them and you're like, that doesn't really make sense. There's a part where no. where Anakin and Obi Wan spin their lightsabers at each yeah, other they just spin like yeah. a thousand times, and a lot of people have been like, it's right here. I know exactly where it is. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, why on earth would they do that? It sounds cool. But um, where is it? It's right here. Yeah. <laughs> But the reason for it is, I'm gonna get so sweaty and nerdy on you right now. They're both of their, right now, Anakin Skywalker's a way better lightsaber fighter than Obi-Wan Kenobi is. Like way better. So Obi-Wan has to match him and Anakin's style is 100% fluid. So basically they're just taking that time to figure out where to attack each other, but they don't want to stop. So So how is Anakin a way better lightsaber fighter than he is? He's the chosen one. So historically, Obi-Wan Kenobi is not a very powerful Jedi, but he's only gotten where he is through just like freaking elbow grease, just like hard work. Mm. He's not great with the force and he's just not not a very skilled fighter. Anakin is just, was born to be like a really, really powerful Jedi. Just like in his blood, like very literally. He's got a higher, basically more force in his blood than than Yoda does and they explain that in the first movie. But so Obi-Wan just has to like work his butt off to like match the level where Anakin's at. So, okay, yeah. So anyways. Well, that's cool. Yeah, there's a lot of cool like little stuff like that that's explained in like a million different things. So it's a lot. There's a lot of star. If you want to like make sense of everything, there's so much Star Wars you have to look into. So I don't expect. Oh, there's so much Star Wars, dude. So much Star Wars, like a ton. There's like 250 (laughs) episodes just of Clone Wars and Rebels, and then there's countless books and comics and stuff. So yeah. Okay, let's jump into story. Okay. What are your thoughts? Um, 
I struggle a little bit just because I don't care much mm-hmm. for a lot of it. So like a lot of the story was just like <laughs> soap opera at times. Oh, yeah, my oh for, gosh, sure. for sure. For sure. When he like will turn away and then like walk away and stuff. And yeah. I'm like, oh God. It, well, it is. I mean, it's a space opera. <laughs> yeah, it really technically is. Technically what it is. It's supposed to be. It's so dramatic. It's over dramatic, but it's, it's kind of so supposed dramatic. to be that way. But yeah, if you're just watching this as just a movie, I dude, I get it. <laughs> like I do. I really get it. Courtney hates uh, watching me watch this movie. Yeah. She's like, this is so stupid. Oh yeah, Lindsay, Lindsay was just like, oh no, we have to watch this movie. Yeah. And I was and I was like, Yeah, we gotta watch this movie. But I don't mind it as bad uh-huh. because I do like the lightsaber and force uh-huh. and ships and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, that yeah. kind of stuff is cool to me. And there's enough of it in between the other stuff. That's like, yeah. you know, like when they're freaking Obi-Wan's riding on the lizard and Grievous is on the wheel, like such a cool It's scene, cool, yeah. Know? Yeah, it's got just fun stuff. Um, So my story stuff, some is plot hole stuff, some is just like random things. There are some plot holes in this bad boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Who doesn't know that? Um, Towards the beginning, pretty close, at the, um, is it Sean Connery? Is that? Nope. <laughs> Not Sean Connery. Who's the... The guy who the the Sith Lord who dies like right at the beginning. Oh, Christopher Lee. That's who Count it is. Dooku. Yeah. When is it Palpatine? That's like he's a Sith. He's a Sith Lord. You're no match for him. Mm-hmm. Then he just like instantly kills him. Yeah. That's, Do you want to know about that? Okay. Yeah. Cool. So because <laughs> it was Obi Wan. No, it was Anakin. Anakin okay. killed him. I so, guess that makes sense now when you're telling me about he's Count the Dooku was one. told by Palpatine to toy with Anakin. Count Dooku is. And again, this is all extended past yeah. the movies. Count Dooku is the best lightsaber fighter of all the Star Wars characters. Okay. 100% of them, which I know is like shocking, but yeah. it, it, he is, right? <laughs> okay. So Count Dooku knew that Palpatine was like evil and stuff, right? He knew that he was playing both sides from the beginning and everything. So Palpatine basically told Dooku, he's like, just toy with Anakin, get him really, really angry, and then we're going to convince him to join the dark side. So oh. then Anakin chopped off his hands and he's like, Shocked because he didn't think that like something like that was going to happen, and then Palpatine's oh. like, "Kill him," and that's why Count Dooku gives him that look. He's like, "What?" Oh, okay, because Dooku was just supposed to kind of like get him to the dark side and then yeah. kind of end it there. But, but then Anakin he was toying with him a little too much, and-, and then Anakin, you see him where he goes, he kind of says like, "You have hate, you have anger, but you don't use them." And then mm-hmm. you kind of see Anakin snap a little bit and yeah. get a lot more aggressive, and then it kind of becomes more of an even match. Mm. And then he chops his hands off, and he's like. Okay. Okay. Do it. And he chops his head off. So yes, I see how if you don't know that, it's like what? Yeah. Especially. Well, what's funny is he's like he's a Sith Lord. You're you're no match for him. And Obi Wan's like Sith Lords are a speciality. And you haven't seen Attack of the Clones in a long time. No. But Dooku handled the both of them at the same time in like two seconds. (laughs) And so it's like Obi Wan, where's your like cockiness coming from? Because he just whooped your butt like three years ago. And then he whoops your butt in like two seconds again. He like stabbed you in the leg and chopped Anakin's arm off like just recently like what do you mean it's your speciality so yeah funny um what was what was the bubble show it's like an opera okay yeah it's, it's just, just a, can't it's like a, see it because it's bubbles yeah it's really weird i mean it's like a like weird they want to watch it because it's like so wavy i don't know i have no idea okay i think it's just i think it's just a thing that's like hey in our universe this is what we watch well, yeah i know, you know? but it was but yeah i don't like, know it's not a clear thing that you can see i would say it's like a space 
as like a classy space circus with um, <laughs> baton. No, is a what's the what are the ribbon twirl? Is it yeah, a ribbon twirler? Is a ribbon twirler? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just funny because it's it's in a bubble, so you have all of the wave of the water, so you you can't even see much. That's very true. Yeah, that but was... we don't know if there was anything underneath all those bubbles before because <sighs> you can't see the floor. That's true. So I don't okay, know. Yet. Okay. Um, the robots that have the purple mm-hmm. sticks. Yeah, he cuts the head off one of them, and, and it then keeps he cuts the head off. Of he cuts the other head off the other one, and it just dies. <laughs> it's always bugged me <laughs> ever since I was a kid. Okay, I just that. ignore it. Okay. <laughs> um, when Obi Wan and Grievous are fighting, he never uses the Force. No, not until the very very not end. until the very end. And yeah. I was like, why doesn't he use it? Um. Oh, and then my next part. This is like the turning point for Anakin, mm-hmm. and he's like telling. Samuel Jackson, that's how I know him. Mason yeah, uh, Windu. Mason Windu. I knew, it was, knew it was a W. Um, he's telling him, you can't kill him. It's not the Jedi way. And then he... He helps I, him kill. Yeah. I, that's, that's my biggest problem with this movie. Gotcha. Darth Vader in 5 is crazy. Mm-hmm. And in Rogue One, I love in Rogue One, the very end, because you've never really seen Darth Vader just with like human beings. When he's just yeah. dispatching all of those people in like a super brutal it's way. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's really cool. He is, he's supposed to be like the most terrifying villain of all time, yeah. right? I mean, that's a lot of people talk about yeah. him. So that's my biggest thing is like, that was his bold. I understand like a lot of other stuff happened. Like his mom's died, his yeah. mom died. And yeah. he's very worried about Padme and all that other kind of stuff. But like, it just didn't sell me that whole scene didn't sell me. Mm-hmm. So it's hard because it's like, you can't kill him. It's not the Jedi way, but then he helps kill him. And then he just starts killing everybody. Yeah. And it was just such a quick turn in my eyes okay. that I knew I knew it was building, mm-hmm. but I guess it wasn't enough that I was like, oh, I feel it. And I, I think I think that was, and I, obviously I, don't, I wasn't old enough to be like, in the um, kind of the conversation about this movie. Yeah. Because everybody my age thought it was freaking dope, right? Yeah. But all the people who are like in their 20s, 30s, 40s, a lot of them just didn't like the prequels overall. Right, right. And a lot of them complained about like, this is why he became Darth Vader. Like right. that sucks, yeah. right? And I get it to a certain extent. What This scene actually works for me in a kind of in a different way. So, you know, Anakin Skywalker born into slavery, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then gets taken by... His other slave owners named the Jedi who mm-hmm. take kids from their families and turn them into slaves. Mm-hmm. So he's like raised in slavery, right? Mm-hmm. Then his mom dies because the Jedi are like, don't worry about her. Mm-hmm. You know, she's fine. And then she dies. Mm-hmm. So he clings on to Padme because he has these like severe attachment issues because he's taken from his mom. Yeah. And then that's like all he has. Well, then the council's being rude the to him. The council's total rude. And so what's cool about that is, and again, this is extended past the movies, but when he's like, you're not making me a master, like that's BS, mm-hmm. right? That's because masters had access to a certain section of the library, the Jedi library, that okay. had other force things that only masters could know. Okay. And at this point, he's trying to figure out how to save Padme. Right. And so he's like, that's why he's mad about not becoming a master. Oh. It's because he wanted to learn how to save her. Right. And he thought that it might be in there. So he's pissed at Mace Windu, right? Okay. He felt bad about killing Dooku because he really shouldn't have done that because, yeah. you know, he's unarmed. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> Pun intended. He's an unarmed prisoner. He's like, yeah, he's unhanded. And 
But what's cool about that scene is I get that it's a little bit quick of a flip. It has been building, but yeah, it's like... But then he sees Mace Windu, who's basically like always been a dick to Anakin, who's like, don't do this, don't do that, blah, 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 who's about to kill Palpatine. Mm -hmm. And he's like, hey, you can't just like make me not do all this stuff and then just like kill this unarmed prisoner here. Mm -hmm. And so he goes to stop him. He chops his hand off. He immediately feels bad about it pretty much. And then... Obviously, Palpatine kills him, right? Yeah. What's so cool about that scene? And I get the turn is quick, but what's cool about that scene is Palpatine has done all this stuff to tell Anakin. He's like, he's like, basically, he's like, I know how to save Padme. I know how to save Padme. And then right after that, Palpatine stands up and he goes, to cheat death is a feat that only one person has figured out. But I know if we work together, we can figure it out. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, he's like, I actually don't know what I'm doing, but we can work together. And Anakin's already like, Killed Mace Windu. And so he's like, okay, fine, I guess so. It's like Palpatine's so manipulative. Yeah. I think he's really, uh, like a really good villain, but I get the turn I, is, is. I think he is too. I just, quick. yeah, it just, I get that. I wanted to feel it. Yeah. I also think, I also think he looks really, that whole electric part, I think looks really dumb. They, they did his face wrong. Yeah. Cause his face should have ended up looking how his face looks in the original movies, where yeah. it's more of like a crinkled old person and less of like a butt crack. Yeah. So that was, yeah. That was also, I, I was don't also love kind that. of laughing. Yeah. So that's why it's kind of like hard for me. Yeah. But. It's like a cool scene that also has some stuff that you're just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's a little bit of both. So I get it. Um, Let's see. The soap opera. Already talked about that. Mm-hmm. Why did she faint when he chokeholds her? When he lets go? Yeah, it wasn't for that long. And then she just, well, I just thought she would like fall down. Yeah, I mean, she's pregnant than, like, and was just getting choked out. Yeah. So, okay. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Pregnant Padme is its own deal that I have some issues with. I'm, I'm going to get into that in just like two seconds. Oh, cool. Uh, I already asked you this, but why can't they fly? Um. Yeah, okay. So, guys, P- Craig asked me today, why don't Jedi fly? It's basically the same reason why people don't sprint everywhere, okay? But, like, so Yoda, they- like, there's a whole dramatic scene where Yoda's, like, fingers are slipping off of the... He's just fought Palpatine, the most powerful force user in the I, galaxy I forever. I understand He's, he's, he's he little. Could, he, he couldn't... Okay, no, I know. He, he's little, so he couldn't just, like, as... Barely about when he was about to hit the ground, just like make himself float for a quick second. But he had also just been blasted, dude. No. So, but I get, I get it. Yeah. There's, dude, plot holes galore. <laughs> That's okay, fun. I know galore. Um, I already asked you about why the robots following the platform. Um, they all wouldn't definitely burn alive from being that close to lava. Um, <laughs> why does he stop burning? Cause okay, I never thought about that. Yeah, he he's like full on fire. Yeah. And then he's just he's it's just put out like it just kind of goes But he away. still has all this he still has skin. Maybe he's the force. <laughs> I actually have no idea. I literally have no idea. He blows a gust of wind to put himself yeah. out. I think because Oh, so he can blow I think wind. It's because they had to figure he's... out a way to burn him all the way without burning him all, all the, the way. way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he had to look like how he does in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> But um, but he can't be just bones. That's a good scene, though. I dude, that is a, a good scene. That's a cool scene. That's a really good scene. Okay, my last note for story, and this is about Padme. The way she dies, it's no good. It's so she lost the will to live. Yeah. Okay, she's having two kids. 
I know, right? She loves Anakin more than she loves her babies. Well, she doesn't even love her babies at all. <laughs> I guess so. she has zero will to live. That, that is really kind of stupid. I hate that because the robot's like, we don't understand. They could have just put like, there was a complication or something. But yeah. it's like, she's perfectly healthy. And like, I think Obi-Wan's like, she's lost the will to live or something. Yeah. Maybe there's a robot. It's but I was very just like, weird. she was so excited about having a kid. And then Anakin's I, know. I think gone. they explain it really well in the Revenge of the Sith novel, but I've never okay. read it. So I'm not positive because I've heard people talk about it, but it is pretty lame. Yeah. Like for sure. I was like, well, there's a couple parts of this movie that I just do not really like. And hey kids, that's just one that I just didn't ignore. care about you. Yeah. Well, so what's weird is too is like in Return of the Jedi, Leia's like, yeah, I, I, I remember my mom a little. She died when I was really young. So it's like they should have kind of had, I think they should have just let her live and just had her just die later, maybe like from something. some of those complications yeah, or something, something. But like, I don't know. Yeah. Or had Palpatine kill her. That would have been so cool. That would have been cool. Like to have Palpatine like make like a little flash forward and like three years later, like the kids are little and Palpatine just goes and murders her. Well, Palpatine like know. said that you killed her. Yeah. Like why couldn't he have just flown and killed her? You know? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. She wouldn't have had the kids. I don't know. Anyways, that's my last note for story. Okay. <sighs> Couple plot holes there, huh? I'm going to give the story... <laughs> I'm going to give it a 145. That feels generous for what you just <laughs> said about it, but I, I'm going to, I'm taking all of these as a compliment. 145. I was thinking 130, but I'll give, I'll give it a little bit extra just because the lightsaber battle yeah. at the end is cool. It's freaking. That doesn't have much to do with the story, but. So here's what I have to say about the story. Okay. I basically agree with everything you've said. Yeah. Like I, do not struggle to find faults in the story of this yeah. movie. It was it's George Lucas, so he's like not he's, he's not, not a good the writer. best writer. No. But he's a visionary though. He's a visionary. Oh, yeah. He's a, I think a really good director. Yeah. But maybe not a great writer. No. Or definitely not a great writer. Yeah. As soon as it said written and directed by George Lucas, uh-huh. I was like, that's and he what did the not write was. and direct most of the Star Wars movies. This actually might be the only one where he wrote and directed by okay. himself. Um or no, four I think he wrote and directed by by himself and three. Yeah. But then I think five was directed by somebody else, which five is like I think five is widely known as the best Star Wars movie. It is. Like yeah. that's that's yeah. what most people would say is the best Star Wars movie, which I agree that it's for sure at the top. Yeah. Um it might be the best Star Wars movie. So there are so I'm gonna take all the things that you hated or did yeah. not like about it. So I'm gonna keep those because those are correct. <laughs> and I'll just tell you a couple things that I really like yeah, about please. this movie. Which I've I've mentioned a lot of them already, but I think Palpatine is an awesome villain. Yeah, I get the plot hole of like, how did you guys not know? Mm-hmm. You know, like you have right, like really. <laughs> but at the same time, they kind of explain it. I mean, maybe it's a little weak, but where is either Yoda or Windu says like they're like we've become so basically the Jedi have become so arrogant that their ability to sense things is just like way clouded now. Because the Jedi have basically turned into also the villains. Right. Which I think is another really cool thing about the prequels is in the original trilogy, it's good versus evil. Yeah, like yeah. Super black That's and white. In the prequel trilogy, the There's more you get to gray. know the Jedi, you're like, yeah. these guys kind of suck too. Yeah. Like, they're arrogant. They say they're not warriors, but all they do is kill people. Mm-hmm. They steal kids from their families and train. Mm-hmm. Like Jedi aren't great either. No. And so- and they're like, they don't know how to deal with Anakin. They have no idea what to do with him, which is why episode one is really important. We can get into that at a different time because Qui-Gon <laughs> Jinn is the person who was supposed to train him and it would have not turned out with a bunch of dead kids, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but I think there are a couple of, and uh, some of it is acting because I do think Hayden Christensen is very strong. And I think 
any complaints that people have with Hayden Christensen, I think actually should be put on George Lucas and okay. not on Hayden Christensen himself. And we can get into that with acting. Yeah. But some of like, after he turns to the dark side, some of those beats are like very powerful. So like really cool and Palpatine kind of reveals himself, but he's so manipulative that he tells Anakin, he's like, basically I'm your only hope for figuring out how to save Padme. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's heavily speculated that like Palpatine's the one putting these visions in his head anyway. Mm-hmm. And so stuff like that. And then, you know, when he goes to the Jedi Temple and he kills everybody, mm-hmm. first of all, I'm so sad we didn't get to see that. Because can you imagine a scene where he just like walks in the temple and just slaughters everybody? George Lucas thought it'd be too dark. It's probably true. Um, would that have been the kids too? Would have been the kids. I mean, you don't have to put the kids in no. there, but like, it, can everybody you, else can would you have been imagine crazy. though? Like, it'd probably be an R movie at that no, point. Oh, yeah, it would definitely jump into the R. But even seeing him like go through and just like kill a bunch of adult Jedi would have been so sick. Yeah. But, and you, we see a little bit more of that in like some of the shows, but it's not, you don't really see him do much. It's mostly clone troopers. But, and then when he goes, my, one of my favorite scenes is when he goes to Mustafar and he kills all the separatists and he just walks in the room and they're like, Lord Vader, we've been waiting for you. And he's like, closes all the doors and just like starts slaughtering uh-huh. people. And the scene where he turns and he finally has the Sith yellow eyes. Yeah. So what happens is your eyes turn yellow once you kind of like fully embrace the Sith. Oh, okay. Count Dooku never had yellow eyes because he never fully embraced it. Blah, 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 boring lore. But <laughs> so when he turns, he finally has the yellow eyes. And then throughout the rest of the movie, his eyes are, I think this is such a cool story point that a lot of people don't notice. His eyes go from his normal blue to yellow, just depending on the moment. So oh. a lot of his fight with Obi-Wan, his eyes are blue. And then towards the end, when he like gets really, really mad, they turn yellow and then he's on fire and they're yellow and everything. And then after he's burned, I think they're back to blue. And so it's just like, huh. it's the, the conflict in him yeah. that I think is really awesome. And then just the final lightsaber fight in the final dialogue I mean, it's not really between the two of them. It's just Obi-Wan yelling at Anakin. Mm-hmm. I cry every single time. Dude. Oh my gosh, really? It's heart. It's, it's good. Because so, he pours his heart out to him. He's like, he's so like, just like heartbroken. And he's then like, Anakin's you were my like, brother. And when Anakin screams that he hates him. Yeah. That, dude, that hurts to yeah. watch. Yeah. And I think that, uh, it's so good. But That's good. Then basically after that, the rest of the movie is not very good. Because after that's like where Padme, Padme dies yeah. out of a stupid death. We get the really dumb. We get the no. stupid no, which sounds way better in French. Oh, There's really? A, when you watch the movie in French, at the end, the no's kind of sick. Like it's just a no, because every language, it's no. Oh, yeah, like pretty yeah. much. And the French no is way better. And I'm like, <laughs> why? Why is it this way? So that no is really dumb. But yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I think if you're just watching it as a movie, yeah, it's not super yeah. strong. Yeah. But when you, when you have all of the pieces, and I told I told you this earlier in the day, but but uh, uh, something that somebody said once that I really really liked is the solution to not so good Star Wars is usually just more Star Wars mm-hmm. as like an explanation for things. So like after watching all of the Clone Wars and knowing all the comics and books and stuff, this movie is like so good because yeah. you know so much more that's happening like that's not on screen. So I'm gonna go kind of a little bit in between because there are a lot of plot holes. So I'm going to give it a 170. Okay, yeah. I do think it's really strong, but I totally get all the complaints that people have because yeah. it's, again, it's not like perfect, perfect. So Okay. Acting. Acting. This is the most, I think this is the most talked about subject when it comes to the prequels. It's either this or CGI. Yeah. I struggled with most. Okay. Um... I thought Palpatine did fine. I thought he was good. Honestly. Some of his stuff is really good. Some really of it's good. okay, but a lot of that's I, again. Yeah. I think is a lot of it's writing. Yeah. But when his when he stands up after he's been electrocuted, I don't know if this was like a voice changer 
Or if he did it with his voice. Do you remember when his voice gets really deep and creepy? Yeah. He's like, to cheat death. It's like, it's like <laughs> it super, just totally super changes. Deep. It's so cool. Huh. Wait, I'm going to find it real quick because it's really, really cool. I wonder if it was, I wonder if he just did it. I mean, it could have been a voice change. It could have but... been. Ian McDermott's pretty dope. Yeah. Let's see. Where is it? Yeah, this right here. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like, he like almost burps. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> touchy death it's really cool that's pretty cool but, yeah. yeah um so yeah I'll, i'm curious what your thoughts on it is because i'm trying to think about it maybe hayden christensen stuff was just because the dialogue's really dumb mm-hmm. but even like at certain points like the end with him and ewan mcgregor i thought ewan mcgregor did really good yeah he was probably my favorite he's one of the stronger actors of the yeah. whole prequels yeah for sure mm-hmm. he's probably one of my favorites out of um um, Natalie Portman, I, yeah, she was really good in the second one. And she was, I think, she was mostly underutilized in this one. Oh yeah, she's like but in it still, like not much. Like Star Wars is her most like animated yeah. acting. Yeah, everything else we've I'm seen her in of Annihilation, just so freaking flat, dude. <laughs> like in like Annihilation, and I'm like, oh man, you you have emotions too. How your- can you be that beautiful and that flat of a person? You know what I mean? Also, zero out of ten for zero Natalie Portman back in this movie. Yeah, there you go. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No back. Yeah. No zero out of a thousand. No pregnant back. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um. Let me see. Okay, so what did you? uh, Because I'm really curious about this because I just like have this idea of it in my head and like it will never be changed. What was your overall like? If you're just looking at it, just straight up, your overall opinion of Hayden Christensen's acting? It's just fine. Like, okay, so I it wasn't like super cringy the whole time. Not the whole time. Some people hate it. There's a lot of cringy, but that's more like the soap opera dramatic type of stuff. Yeah, which in theory, would make him a good actor. A good actor, uh-huh. yeah. Because <laughs> he does it really well. Yeah, <laughs> he does. He does do it really well. But there are just... Uh, most of the time when he talked, I was just... I wasn't feeling much. I got you. In terms of, yeah. like, emotions, like, him... And maybe that was also Natalie Portman, because, like, when they're both, like... When she's like, tells him that she's pregnant, and he kind of has, like, that moment... I, I just never like never never really sold on a lot of it, uh-huh. but it might have been because they were being so dramatic over the top that yeah. I was like bothered by it. Mm-hmm. But like towards the end, when he starts to get more like crazy, mm-hmm. I think he does really well. Yeah, like for sure, his looks are really creepy. Really good. Yeah, um, I'm gonna give the acting a one twenty two. That's like almost exactly what I thought. I thought I was like, he's going to give it a 120, 100%. So I'm going to come to Hayden Christensen's defense okay, real please. quick in yeah. a couple of different ways. Okay. First of all, the other things I've seen him in, I think he's very good in. He's really good in Jumper. In? You seen Jumper? Is he the main guy? He's in the main guy in Jumper. And okay, he's I actually really good. like that movie. He is. He was Hayden, good in that movie. Hayden Christensen is like, I think just as a person is pretty flat. Like if you've ever seen an yeah. interview with him, he's not animated in either direction. He's okay. not like super exciting. He's not super like angry, dark kind of, I don't He's just like pretty flat of a person and okay. it just kind of comes out in his acting. Yeah. But one thing I really think is cool is um, in a lot of behind the, behind the scenes stuff, George Lucas talks about why he cast him and he's like, He's like, I wanted to cast somebody, and I think I talked about this one time when we were talking about Spider-Man, but he said, I wanted to cast somebody who already just like had a little bit of that dark side in him. Yeah. That just like, you could just kind of tell it was there. Yeah. And 
which I think I said that about Andrew Garfield. Yes. Because he's yes. the same way where it's like, and, and Andrew Garfield is a little bit more of like a happier, cooler mm-hmm. person than, than Hayden Christensen, but you can still just kind of like see a little bit of that like anger yeah. in, especially in his portrayal of like Spider-Man, especially in, in No Way Home and stuff, just kind of just that side of him is, it pokes through a little bit. Especially compared to Tobey Maguire and Tom Holland. It's yeah. way in there. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, uh, so a few things I like about Hayden Christensen a lot. One, he put on 25 pounds of muscle for this movie. Nice. From Attack of the Clones, which makes him so much more of a presence. Because like, yeah. if you go back and look at him in Attack of the Clones, scrawny 19-year-old kid. When you see like, him get out of his bed. He gets out of his bed. He's yeah. like jacked out of his mind. It's like, okay, what's up? Oh, all right. But, but it helped too. So- Stepping away from any dialogue whatsoever, he is a phenomenal sword fighter, dude. Oh, okay. He like that. Yeah, I mean, he does, it looks good. Him and Ewan McGregor have done a hundred percent of their own lightsaber fights. Oh, cool. there's not been a single stunt double in any of that. Nice. Which I think is dope. That's so really like, cool. Even if you take away all of that other stuff, if you watch the behind the, behind the scenes of them practicing, it's incredible because it's okay. just like so fluid and stuff. I think they did like nine months of training for that one fight. Dang. Of, like several hours a day for nine months. Of Holy crap. It's super long. Oh, yeah. And there's just crazy stuff in there. Yeah. And um, the stunt coordinator for all of the prequels has re- has recently started releasing behind-the-scenes footage of fights that they were going to use that they didn't end up using. And there's some crazy stuff where, like, huh. um, Anakin's fighting Dooku, and Dooku goes to chop off Anakin's hands or whatever, and Anakin lets go of his lightsaber, goes around Dooku's lightsaber, <gasps> grabs his lightsaber again, and they show it all in slow motion. And Hayden Christensen's doing all of it at full speed. What? It's amazing. So and they put that in there? I don't know. There's some <laughs> fights in there that are like, why did you not use this? So I think he's a really good physical actor. Okay. Like yeah. really, really good. And it really shows too with like modern Star Wars where like, I don't mean this to be sexist, but they use a lot of girls who just aren't good physical actors. And when they swing a lightsaber or whatever, you can just tell that it's like, that's an actor, right? Yeah, yeah. But when you see him fight, you're like, that's a Jedi who is a really good lightsaber fighter because he can predict every move and he's super fluid and like all this stuff. So I think that's really cool. My other thing is, and I, I'm not saying he's a perfect actor, but I think a lot of people kind of expect Hollywood acting, which yeah. is not what Star Wars is, no. and especially not what Anakin is supposed to be, because he is, he's never really like been allowed to show love. Mm-hmm. He's been a slave his whole life. So he's like so awkward. Yeah. He's a weirdo. Yeah. Right. And he has all these attachment issues. And there's this guy on YouTube, I think, for. Does he do it for Variety or GQ or something? He's a psychiatrist and he breaks down movie villains and like what psychological issues they actually have. And he talks about Anakin. Super cool. So he talks about his attachment disorders, his narcissism, stuff like that. And so when you you look at the depth of what his character actually is and you think, how would this person be in real life Mm -hmm, on Earth? mm -hmm. He'd be weird and he'd talk weird and he'd do weird things. And then put on top of that that he's a monk, right? Yeah. In the real world. And then put on top of that that this was a long, long time ago in a galaxy far away. So this is millions of years ago or whatever. And it's a completely different solar system, right? It's going to be weird. Yeah, okay. And maybe a lot of that is like my excuse for him. But yeah. at the same time, like that's kind of how I see it because I think he plays it really well. And there are some things where I'm just like, that line delivery wasn't great. Yeah. Right. But then there are other things where I'm like, it's a weird dude. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he's lived basically in captivity his whole life, but at the same time, everyone's telling him he's this chosen one, mm-hmm. but they're not treating him like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he's got this weird dynamic and he's not supposed to be in love, but he's in love. Mm-hmm. And he's basically only clinging onto her because he, his mom died. Like there's no real love story between them, right? Like why do they love each other? 
You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. There's not. There, there really you don't isn't. see much of their relationship except no. for the fact that they're together. Yeah. So, so it's the, just weird stuff like that. Are the Jedi not supposed to have a family or anything? No, they are not supposed to. Yeah, they're basically attachments forbidden. So how do and you get more Jedi's? That people are just born force sensitive. So it's not. It's not about lineage. It's, okay. It's just kind of how it works. It's not hereditary. So then, like the it last, can be hereditary. So but then, it's like not. the last Jedi thing, couldn't there more be born later on? You're talking about the movie, The Last Jedi. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, because yeah, that movie was freaking stupid. Well, dude. yeah, it was stupid. But they were talking about like there's the Jedi are almost gone. So what's cool about the Last Jedi? The title actually is in every other language. It's actually because Jedi in English is plural. Also, right. in every other language, it's Los Ultimos Jedi. So it's like the final of the Jedi. So it's like the final multiple Jedi. Okay. So it's not that it's one single final Jedi. Yeah. But yeah. But even like in the movie, they're like. Okay, so. Here's my explanation okay. for that. Having the Force is not being a Jedi. So the Jedi is technically an order. I see what you so mean. So it's like... They're still Force users, but they're not necessarily Jedis. Yes. Okay. It's like somebody who knows how to do electricity is not a professional electrician unless they become a professional electrician. Right. Right. But only people who have the Force can become a Jedi. Correct. Okay. So that's why like... In that movie, when he's like talking about it's time for the Jedi to end, that mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's time to kill all the people who use the Force. He just means like it's time for like the Order itself, okay, okay. to to be extinguished. Okay, okay, okay. So that's what that is. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so and then I think Natalie Portman was underutilized mostly in this movie because mm-hmm. I think she's still good in this movie, but yeah. again, it's Natalie Portman. I don't know, and she's pregnant, so it's like, dang it, you know. <laughs> I loved her in Attack of the Clones. I'm not saying pregnant women aren't beautiful, but do I prefer Natalie Portman pregnant or unpregnant? I do prefer her unpregnant. Well, that's because you see her back. I love her back. I'm just kidding. Um, so if anybody's listening to this for the first time, we just have a running joke about me loving Pat- Natalie Portman's back. Yep. It's, it's not like funny. an actual thing for me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, and then I think Ian McDermott is really, really good as Palpatine. Again, I think he's got some lines that are like uh-huh. slightly iffy, but... His scene where he's talking about Darth Plagueis the Wise and his facial expressions um, towards the end, because Darth Plagueis was his master, kind of obviously, right, right, right. But towards the end, he's like, he kind of starts to smirk, and he's like, "It's ironic, isn't it? He could save others from from death, but not himself." And he's just kind of like, kind of like internally laughing, but like yeah. you can start to see a smile on his face. It's beautiful. That's good, yeah. Did you know? I'm gonna say this because I don't know if it's common knowledge or not, because I recently learned it probably within the last year or so. Oh. He's the same actor as Palpatine from the original trilogy. Really? He was just like in his 20s or 30s. It's the same, it's the same emperor as Ian McDermott, but in those movies, he was just way young in makeup. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's really cool. He was like, he like met George Lucas once. And he came and, back for nine, right? Uh huh. Okay. He met George Lucas once, and George Lucas was like, You have a great nose. Do you want to be a villain? <laughs> And that's literally that's how he got the job. It's so that's funny. So cool. And so they put him in makeup. And so, yeah, same same actor. Is his name always Emperor Palpatine? I thought it changes to something else. So, like in, I don't think in they nine, mentioned the name Palpatine in the original trilogy at all. Like in nine, is, it's, it's Palpatine. Is it Palpatine? Yeah. I couldn't remember. Because they deliver the worst dialogue of yeah, Star Wars of all time. Your name is- Somehow, Palpatine returned. <laughs> that's the, the entire line? Are you kidding me? The chosen one is a Palpatine. And Ray is a Palpatine. So yeah, his name is Sheev Palpatine. What a name. It's still better than Anakin's mom's name. Shmi. 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 (laughs) Anyways, so the acting. And then Ewan McGregor is really good. His his 
that that last scene with him and Anakin where he's like yelling at him. Yeah, that's that he good. was the chosen one and that he loved him, dude, is like that honestly might be one of the pinnacles of his acting career. Like that and when he's crying on the phone in the impossible oh. are both just like equally like heart-wrenching and I think he delivers it so well. Both would, of them. I would almost say the lack of words in the Obi-Wan one when he sees Anakin. Yeah, and he's like kind of tearing up. Oh, he did it's so, phenomenal. There's like almost no dialogue, but he was fantastic yeah. in that little second. When he, he just says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry about all of it. Yeah, and, and he's- And that's like pretty much all he says. That's pretty much it. And when then he says like, then my friend is oh, no yeah, longer my, here. Then my or some, friend is truly gone. My friend is truly yeah. gone. Yeah, because he was like, you didn't kill Anakin, I did. Dude, it's pretty cool. I huh? love that. That 10 minutes was- that, once mm. he chops his mask off or like cuts the hole in his, his helmet and they, they talk and he's like, yeah, he's like, um, I'm not your failure, Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. He's like, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. And then he kind of smiles. He goes, I did. Yeah. It's great, it's dude. Good. It's really good stuff. Yeah. So again, the solution to like not great Star Wars is just more, more Star, Star Wars. Wars a lot of times. <laughs> Sometimes it's not, but like that makes a lot of this movie and the ending of this movie so much more impactful. And yeah. this movie makes that scene more impactful. So they kind of like- Oh, definitely. It's, it's yeah. really cool. So- What are you going to give acting? I'm going to give it a 160. Okay. And am I being generous? Absolutely. Yeah, it's I am. okay. It's your favorite movie. Yeah. Okay. Score. Score. So Star Wars has always had incredible score. Yeah. John Williams. John is- Williams. Was he back for this one? Yeah. Okay. John Williams has done every, all of the nine episodes of Star Wars. He's done every single one. I didn't think he did nine. He did nine. He did nine? Yep. Oh. For some reason, I that was his didn't- last. His last Star Wars movie. Oh, okay. Or maybe his last. No, he did a couple other movies after that, I think. For some reason, but. I didn't think he did it. Did you know he did Home Alone? Yeah. <laughs> so random. Some other random stuff. Dude. Yeah. Um, maybe this was towards the end, I got a lot of the score. Mm-hmm. But the beginning felt like it was there, but it was quiet. And I don't know if that was my. Oh, uh, so the score may yeah. have been good, but like it just was sat was, too far down in yeah, the Yeah, like I get that. Yeah. So it was like, I was like, it might have been your TV. It could have been my TV. A lot of, I think it does depend on the TV because a lot oh, yeah. of times on certain things I listen on, I almost think it's too loud. And then on yeah. other certain things, I think it might be too quiet. So it might just be like, in seven balancing issues. You hear the score. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, that's, that's what I was waiting for. Yeah. And I was like, I can hear it, but it's quiet, you yeah. know? And then it got really loud and then it was like yeah. quiet. But, um, um, it's also hard because do I judge all, a lot of the music was from the originals? Yeah, that uh, they just oh, there's a lot of back, themes that are you know? that go through all of the movies. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard to like not a ton of it, but it's where they're placed and they're all yeah. they're always a little different. Yeah, depending on where they are. But yeah, I, I see what you mean. How it's like, it's hard because like it's not technically original. Yeah, but it is. I mean, yeah. it's, and it is I would a little say bit different. Almost all of it is original to this movie, but there are. I think there are three themes that pull from different movies. Okay, so there's the the duel of the fates, the big one from Episode One with the Darth Maul fight. The that's and that's that's one of my favorites. Yoda's fighting Palpatine. It yeah. changes to that, and then it has like the classic. Dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. It's got that, and then it's got the. Um, there's another one that. I What's the Empire? Right the Empire one. What's just like? Oh, the, and then it's got the bum 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 bum. But yeah, but that one's played more in the background, kind of while yeah. he's turning. So, yeah, yeah. Um, everything sounds great. I like the lizard noises. Yeah, the lizard noises yeah. are so fun. They're so yeah. fun. Um. I it's a good score. I give it a one ninety. Okay. Yeah. So 
this is my 200 movie. Okay. Okay. I'm going to try to change your mind real quick okay. on the score itself. Okay. Because I'm going to play you a couple things that are like, you may have not noticed it, but if you watch this movie again, which you probably maybe never will. Um, <laughs> but there are some, some parts that are like, they have no reason to be as good as they are. So there's one right. song that is called, I think it's called General Grievous speaking to Palpatine or something. It's like he just goes to talk to him. And it's like the most banging <laughs> score of all time. I wonder if I'm going to be able to find it. I can find it on my phone. But it's like, there's no reason it should be as cool as it is. Um, I think I'm going to be able to find it. I'll find okay. it on my phone. Yeah. So he's, it's just when his ship is like flying for him to go like have a little FaceTime with Palpatine. But it's so, it's like, why is this so good? Um, <laughs> this doesn't need to be as good as it is. There's a bunch of memes of, you know the meme where the guy's playing the piano that's on fire? Yeah. There's a bunch of them for this because it's like, okay, John, like, Grievous is just going to go talk to Palpatine. There's no reason to make anything crazy. And it's like the coolest freaking thing ever. Okay, here it is. Like, this is just where he's going to talk to him. It's I freaking, remember it's this. It's crazy, dude. It's like stuff like that. Um, but the best, I think that's that, legit. And it's one of my best, my favorite scenes in, or my favorite uh, songs in Star Wars is the the Battle of the Heroes, which is this final, um, the final song of the lightsaber fight. Um, it's just like it's so good. Yeah. And then at the very very end, that it? part. I- it's so funny. I love that part. I don't know why. It's just so funny. Right here, just like with the big... John Williams just like, he just knows oh, he's so, so well what to do. But right here, it's... Where is it? Just right here. It's just like, oh, it's so good. There's, yeah, it's so good. Mm. Anyways. John Williams is awesome. So, I, I mean, this is like... Every song from this is a total vibe. Oh, yeah. and the, okay, there's one other I'm going to play for you okay. that you probably didn't notice. So this is... This, I think, is a lot of why the... I think it's right before Order 66. So it's like right after Anakin... No, maybe it's right before Anakin goes to stop Windu from killing Palpatine or whatever. Okay, It's where he's kind of like sitting there debating like what he should do. He's sitting kind of like at his house or whatever. He's like crying. And so it kind of goes back and forth between him and, and Padme. But what is it? This one? That's so That's good. so good. And then it gets. Let's see. It's just like doesn't have any right being that good. No, it's so much better than it needs to be. So it's right here. <laughs> it's just like freaking banger. It's like, dude, what? Dude, you, yeah. He probably thought this was the last Star Wars movie he'd ever make music for. Too. Probably. And so, and it was, so was for like, and then freaking, yeah, for ten, I guess only ten years. Was it really only? Yeah, there was less time between Revenge of the Sith and Episode Seven than there was between Return of the Jedi and Episode One. That's true. It was two thousand five. For some reason, it seems so long. It seems so long. Yeah, like way, way, way long. Yeah. But anyways, this score is like super. I had, I had this. Score on CD, and I'd put it in my little CD player in my room, and I'd just lay on the ground next nice. to my CD player and listen to it. <laughs> oh, I'm such a nerd. So that's awesome. Anyway, yeah, I just think 
Every song in this is really good. And all the sound design, Star Wars sound design yeah. is oh, some yeah. of the best ever. Yeah. Lightsabers sound cool. General Grievous's voice is super dope. So just like all that kind of stuff. So yeah, this is my this is my 200. I've been waiting. I think I don't think I've given anything a 200 until now because I'm like, this is my 200. This is 200. This is my golden, you have. My gold standard for a movie. Because you keep like, I keep giving it a 189 because yeah. it's not a 200. Yeah. This is my gold standard. I think I think the first Pirates movie too is there. How to Train Your with, Dragon with I think score, is a 200 for and then me. there's another movie I'm thinking of that is just like its score is perfect, but I can't remember what it is. But How to Train Your Dragon. How to Train Your Dragon is really good. That score, it's really good. That might be a 200 for me. Yeah, it's so good. Mm. Okay, Harry Potter really. Good oh, score Harry too. Potter might be one of those. Yeah, yeah. that's so good. John Williams, yeah, right? <laughs> okay, it's vibe time, Craig. As a non-Star Wars carer, <laughs> how was the vibe of this movie for you? Um. 150. Okay. Yeah. Describe Solid your experience average. while watching this movie. Like, what was your overall, like, mood? Um, my overall mood changed a lot. It was, this is really cool. I'm laughing because this is so dumb. <laughs> and I'm laughing because this is funny. <laughs> fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> how, how emotionally, like, invested did you get at any point? I wasn't at all. Never? Until? Even once? I wouldn't even say I was emotionally invested in the you were the chosen one part, mm-hmm. but I've seen that scene so many times oh, yeah. okay. that it was like, I knew it was coming, yeah. right? And I even like, to my wife, I was like, you were the chosen one. Yeah. And then, it's so quotable. <laughs> yeah, it's so quotable. Yeah. Um, yeah, see, that was my biggest thing. That was mm-hmm. my biggest thing. And it's probably because I'm not like, oh my gosh, a Star Wars yeah. fan. That was my biggest thing is I didn't feel any... Uh, and on the record, I haven't seen the first or second one in probably 10 plus years. Right. So I, I got a little recap of everything. So I knew it was going on, but I don't know if that would have changed much. Mm-hmm. But that's always been like my big thing with Star Wars. Yeah. So I've never had any kind of attachment to it. So I've never felt like, oh, man, somebody just died or like, oh, that was horrible. Or, mm-hmm. But like when you talk about him talking about seeing the chosen one and he was your brother, I was like, oh yeah, okay, that's pretty, you know, yeah. I felt more when you were talking about it than then when, when it was actually, it was actually happening. happening. Dude, I can get emotional <laughs> about Star Wars, man. I could probably make people cry by describing this movie. Yeah. So that's why I would say my vibe is lower because it was like, basically for me for this movie was, that was a really cool scene. When's the next cool scene? <laughs> yeah. Because a lot you. of the stuff in between, I was just like, yeah, eh, okay, you know. that I totally get that. It's what's so interesting to me about Star Wars is it, and maybe not as much now, and maybe maybe it does. I mean, Star Wars has a huge fan base, but mm-hmm. like I would argue that Star Wars may have one of the biggest fan bases of any IP. I would say it is the biggest. I, yeah, I wouldn't even say it may be. I think it is the biggest. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like it is. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of anything that's bigger. Yeah, especially maybe especially Harry as far as like Potter, diehards go. Harry Potter's gotten pretty up there. Yeah, Harry Potter does have a lot of fans, and I would say I would say Harry Potter's way less polarizing than Star Wars is because Star Wars fans, their favorite Sometimes. thing besides Star Wars is loving to argue about Star Wars. Yeah, and I know there are some Harry Potter fans like that, but yeah. generally it's pretty positive. But I would say still that like Star Wars is bigger than Harry no, Potter. Uh, no, I would say it's fan-based. bigger, but that would be like maybe the next big one. So what I think is cool and interesting about Star Wars is the size of the fan base versus just how 
cheesy Star Wars is. Yeah. You know what I mean? So cheesy. I think there are some really awesome parts of Star Wars, but yeah. like I'm able to look at it at surface level and be like, wow. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. How did he do this? How did he make Why is this movies movie? that made billions and billions of dollars out of this? Avatar anyone. But, but Star Wars was, George Lucas said this himself, Star Wars was made for kids. Mm-hmm. Even though this is PG-13, yeah. this is, I don't know if any of the, the sequels were PG-13. I think this is the only PG-13 Star Wars movie. Because, I mean, he light, he lights I, on I'm fire. I'm sure all of the sequels were PG-13. Were they? Yeah. And maybe, maybe they were because it was a different time. Let's see. It might just be because it was a different time. Force Awakening. There has been an awakening. Man, I wish the sequels were, were awesome. I think they can I'm make Star Wars movies Disney. that are perfect, and they have really only made... I'm gonna Maybe blame one. I'm gonna blame Disney on that because J.J. Abrams started it really well with The Force Awakens, yeah. and then they did not. Disney did not want to wait like four months to release The Last Jedi, so they got Ryan Johnson, who crapped all over J.J. Abrams and everything he did, and then they brought J.J. Abrams back because everybody hated Ryan Johnson, and then J.J. Abrams spent his time trying to fix what Ryan yeah. Johnson did and try to make an ending to a saga that had gotten too big for itself and all because Disney didn't want to wait a few months because he was doing Star Trek. So I think if he had been able to do all three of them, I think the whole Palpatine thing would have been a lot cooler and it would have been a lot... I will say though, my goodness, Palpatine in the ninth episode, crazy, creepy AF. Like he is... He looks cool. He's so cool. But he's a terrible character. (laughs) Yeah, no, like... It's so stupid. He you comes back, that? he's like, guess what? I've had 9,000 ships buried <laughs> underground yeah. ever since I died. Surprise. Surprise, yay. But yeah, he looked cool, That man. and the water fight between Rey and Kylo Ren, one of the coolest things ever. Yeah. When they're fighting in the Yeah, except for the, the fight itself was lame. The visuals of it the was cool. The visuals were really cool. So that's what- That's because, because Rey, I don't think- was a good lightsaber sword, yeah, fighter. Swordsman. I think I Adam love Driver, dude. So they, not to get too off of Revenge yeah. of the Sith here, but yeah. Daisy Ridley talked, and I think a couple other people talked about Adam Driver, and they were like, once he put on Kylo Ren's suit, he was terrifying. Yeah, like he, he, she's like practicing with him. He would go full force on every swing, every single time. That's kind of cool. I was like, <laughs> Dang, and he's like six five, jacked. Oh, wow, really? He was he was in the no, he's six, he was five. in the Marines or something. Oh dang! He's like he's a he can be a very scary guy. Yeah, and so I'm like that's really cool. And so I just wish he had. And again, I think there are really strong female characters who are very good at being strong female characters. For example, Gina Carano, who was in the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. She was, I mean, she was American Gladiator. Like she's jacked out of her mind, UFC fighter. Like. Really physical, cool character. Yeah, I think they had some, had somebody like that in a Jedi role who's just like really physical. Yeah, a lot of those lightsaber fights could have been a lot cooler. Yeah, the old the the original trilogy, the lightsaber fights are slow just because it's old. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. They didn't and they didn't have good props to fight no. with either. <laughs> That's what makes the prequels again so exciting. Even if things suck, their lightsaber fights are so fast paced. Yeah, the. My one homework for you is to go watch the last part of the lightsaber fight between Obi-Wan and Darth Maul from the first movie. Okay. Ewan McGregor's like in his prime there. I mean, I think I've seen that scene like five times. They literally, this is not a joke. This is not a rumor. This is the producers themselves talking about that. They had to slow it down in post-production because of how fast they were moving. Wow. They thought it didn't look real enough. That's crazy. That's how quick they were moving. That's crazy. Which is so sick and you never say it about Daisy Ridley swinging a lightsaber. 
And JJ Abrams decided that lightsabers weighed like 50 pounds. So I was just like, (laughs) you know, it's just just like, are you kidding me? (laughs) So again, like lightsaber fights and the prequels are so cool. So yeah, you were right. All of the sequels were PG 13, which I didn't didn't know that. But yeah, yeah, this was the first one to be PG 13. So wow. Okay. Did I give my vibe yet? No, I'm assuming if it's not a 200, I mean, yeah, this is a 200 because I pretty love this movie, dude. If your favorite movie is not a 200 vibe, then it's not your favorite movie. Oh, you guys. I love this movie. Okay, what do you think you gave this movie out of a 1,000? 772. Okay, that's pretty good, dude. You gave it a 777. Oh, my God. I gave it a 777? That's pretty awesome. <laughs> the only cooler thing would have been an, or, uh, an order 66. Six, <laughs> nine, se- or 777. That's my lucky, my lucky movie. That is one of your lowest rated. That's your second lowest rated movie. Ouch, bro. Sorry. I'm not going to take it personally. At least it was better than Cloverfield. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if Revengeless is better than Cloverfield, I count it as a W. Uh, I'm going to say I gave I it. I gave Avatar more than this movie. Yeah, you gave Avatar 709. Oh, wait. Sorry, that's less. Oh, frick. And The Grinch you gave less. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah, We're good. Say, we'll sorry, I forgot how much 777 was. It's yeah. 777. Okay, yeah. I was like, wait, I did like this more than Avatar. <laughs> what did I give this movie? Low 900s? 927? Okay. No, there's no way. Oh, 919. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's so crazy. Your, your all-time favorite movie, 919, and nobody was 995. <laughs> I know, dude. I, yeah. It's just how the scoring system works. It is though. how the scoring system works. I did realize, though. We've not given a 1,000 anything yet. No. The highest ranked by anybody on anything, I think, was me. Didn't I give no, something a 998, or no, was that you? No, it was me, 997, with nobody. Oh, nobody. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I do really... I feel like I've been given 200s away. Yeah, I feel like you have been too, but hey, that's fine. It's hard because it's like, oh, if there was nothing bad, then why isn't it a 200? But at the same time, yeah, but it can't if you're comparing, just be the lack of well, bad. Yeah, it's like, got to be the amount of good. I, I gave this a 190 score, but I gave nobody a 200. Yeah. But that's not real life, you know? Like this score is so much better because it's yeah. actually created rather than just pretty much what nobody was was just playing movie songs at the right time. Yeah. So it's kind of hard because I'm like, yeah, no. It's a flawed is- scoring system yeah. at best. <laughs> it's fine. So Craig. Yeah. Do you know anything about the box office for this movie? No. Because I think I know it pretty well. I don't know the exact number, but I like know the range really well. But give me your guess. 742. Okay. I don't know the number exactly, so I'm going to guess it. I'll have you look it up. I think... Think. Oh man, I'm gonna be embarrassed if this is like <laughs> if it's way lower if I than my win. guess. I think it's an eight thirty-five or so. Eight sixty-eight. Eight sixty-eight. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. know something interesting? I really wow. Episode one was the best of the prequels. Yeah, one bill. Yeah. I am really surprised that this movie didn't make a billion dollars. To be completely honest with you, it just seems like something that would have because this was supposed to be like the end forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's kind of interesting that it, it but people here's the hated problem. Attack of Attack the Clones. of the Clones was 653. And people hated Phantom Menace. Yeah. So how yeah. much was Attack of the Clones? 653. Yeah. To go from 1 1.027 for number 1 to 653, I would say 868 was probably better than they were expecting. Honestly, that's probably true. And then they have the Force Awakens at 2 bill. <laughs> That's insane. Isn't that I, crazy? I am interested as and to And The Last like Jedi why. is 1.3, and then Rise of the Skywalker is 1.074. Those started going down too. Yeah. Uh, I am it's curious, because that's, like, that's actually the same 
dip, not percentage-wise, but money-wise, it's the same dip that they had from episode one to episode two is the same dip yeah, they had from three, episode seven to nine. Yeah, but then three dropped three. again rather than going back up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Rise of Skywalker kind of sucked. Yeah. Might be the worst of the nine Star Wars movies, personally. It's pretty bad. That'll probably be two for me. Really? Actually, I think I hated eight more than nine. I'm back and forth between the two of them. I think eight is a better movie, but destroyed Star Wars more. And nine yeah. was a worse movie, but was so safe and stupid that it was fine. Yeah, I hated eight. I hated. It I don't even too. like the lore. I don't even know about much about the lore, but dude, I hated eight. They destroyed Luke. They destroy everyone is mad about them they destroying destroyed Luke. Luke. Oh, makes me so mad. Yeah, stupid Ryan Jones. So and Snoke, they just killed him and like whatever. Yeah. Anyways, but. That lightsaber behind you right now. That I've been waiting to get that since May nineteenth, two thousand five. I just got it. Hey, look, ma, I made it. Hey, look, ma, I made it. I did it. <laughs> so, man, well, thanks for sticking with us for like an hour and a half. Yeah, it's been quite the ride. It's been going over my ride. favorite movie. Yeah, I hope you guys learned something about Star Wars, and I hope you love it just a little more. Yeah, but you might hate it more listening to Craig's <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> My thoughts were really not that bad. No, dude, you actually went so easy on this movie. I really thought you were going to rip it to shreds. Oh, so, no. Behind my back, I'm fine if you do. Just don't say I, it. I really, honestly, I've never, again, I started with the prequels, so I've never had like a huge issue with yeah. them. I just think they're dumb. Fair. Because they are dumb. Because they are dumb. Yeah. But they're still fun. But they're still cool. Yeah, they're, they're still, still cool. fun. Yeah. They're still fun moments. Yeah. The freaking Obi-Wan and Darth Maul fights like one of the coolest things ever made. Oh, it's so good. That's so good. That is the second best lightsaber fight of all time. Yeah. All time. Well. Do you have any final thoughts on this movie? No. I don't either. I'll talk about this movie until I die, so nobody needs to hear anything extra right now. No. <laughs> I'm just going to mention it <laughs> forever. Every, as much podcast as, much as, as you I can, can I'll mention it. So, <laughs> Wait, let me just check my notes to make sure I didn't skip over anything that I wrote down because I really haven't been looking at my notes at all on this. Okay. I don't think I left anything out. I don't think you did. Oh, the only thing, it's some dialogue stuff, but a lot of people think the dialogue is clunky and weird. If you think that about the prequels, just go watch the originals for me real quick yeah, and tell me are. if it's that much worse. No. Because it is bad, and every single one of the actors has talked about how bad it is. It's so Mark bad. Mark Hamill loves talking about how bad the dialogue it's was. It's so bad. But I wanted to go to the Tashi station to pick up some power converters. <laughs> Are you kidding me? If that's not complaining Anakin Skywalker too, like they're the same person. So anyways. The happy- only good dog dialogue in all three of those movies is Luke, I am your father. Dude. That's, that's a good, a good scene. That's such a- yeah. Can you imagine being in a the theater, man? Oh, for that. Sweet. That's insane. Okay. Well, happy May the 4th, everybody. Happy May the 4th. If you want extra Star Wars content, there's some good stuff being released today. Well, it's ho- I'm hoping it's good. Star Wars Visions, you'd probably like. Okay, I will watch. Have you watched the first episode, the first season of Visions, the anime? What's the one where they had like six different animators make six different episodes? There's nine different anime studios that made nine animes. That's Visions. Yeah, that's Star Wars Visions. The first one where it's like black and white, but the lightsabers yes. are red. Yes. Oh, that was how so much cool. of that have you watched? I've seen the first episode and part. I think I've seen the I second. I think there episode. are three really good ones. And okay. I can tell you what they are because okay. they're really really fun. And then there's a, a season two coming out on May fourth today. Yeah. That is <laughs> not. It's not just anime. So now it's. And it's not just Japanese. It's nine different animation studios from all over the world. Oh, cool. So there's, I think there's a claymation one. There's wow. kind of like a standard animation one. There's just a few different like types of animation. And I'm hoping it's going to be really dope because cool. they're from all over, the, all over the world. Nice. So Cool. Okay. 
Well, well, subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast. Yas Queen. We have two new subscribers. How many subscribers do we have? We have five. We have five paid subscribers, you guys. And if you don't join that, then you will be left out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll Please. be left out of something. Of, some, of our merch. We're, we're creating We're creating a little- oh, We're creating something big. We're creating a little party. Yes. Yeah, just the people that are subscribed. A pizza party of a sorts. A pizza party of sorts that mm-hmm. may or may not include a party of 30 in yes. Idaho. Yes, if you're willing to travel- To be determined. <laughs> let me know. From the highest pizza you can buy. Yes. Little Caesars. Um, yes, little sneakies. Um, yeah, subscribe- and if you don't, if you don't have the money, if you don't have the ninety nine cents a month to subscribe for paid, then subscribe for free. Why don't we say for paid? If you don't have the ninety nine cents, per please contact month, us. We will <laughs> donate ninety nine cents to you per month for you to survive. Please seek help. Yes, yes. Please seek help. There we are, are currently resources. hiring at our job. Yeah, come work with us. We pay ninety nine cents an hour, even so, you can make plenty. Oh. Please leave a review. Yes. Leave a rating. Yep. Click on all the links in the show notes. There's Discord. There's Patreon. There's TikTok. There's email. There's everything that you want. Ring the bell. Ring that bell. People, we post shorts and YouTube videos. Shorts, pants, shirts. Yep. Et cetera. We have all the merch. Yep. Eventually. It's going to be really cool. I'm going to make some more Patreon tiers. Nice. I think people might trust that more than Spotify. Fair. Not sure. Yep. Um, but you get some cool stuff on Patreon. You get some cool stuff on Patreon. You get a shout out. Um, you will be in our credits on our YouTube videos eventually. Um, yeah. And we might make a tier to have gold credits because that's a thing that people yeah. pay for. To have your font be gold. Yes. It'll I, be like gold, gold. Gold. Like, like shiny gold. Yeah. The goldest gold you can find. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is 24 karat magic. 24 karat magic. <laughs> That's for you, Kristen. So no more baby shark. No more baby shark. Man, now, now you got in her head because because you said no oh, more I'm baby so sorry. shark. I'm so sorry. Get it out of your head. Get it out now, baby. She's not subscribing. No, good, baby. She's not subscribing. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, okay. Clip in 10 Cloverfield Lane. Shout out. I'm going to do a shout out for my brother. Gotcha. But I forgot to do it in the last Wait, episode. let's do it at the very, 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 very end. So I don't remember. Okay, 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 okay. Awesome, perfect. Okay, well, this has been Revenge. Everywhere. No, it's my turn. <laughs> this has been <laughs> Revenge Eats at... What's that thing called? Frick. At... No, what's it called? Culver's? No, hold on. Crayons? Cradles. Revenge Eats Aglets. Little things at the end of your shoelace, the plasticky thing that's called. That has aglet. a name? Yeah. I knew I could remember it. Canaries tracking icky. Oops. Now, think I'm Master Urkel Grew. Ur- Urkel Grew. Ur- Urkel Grew? Because Urkel starts with a U, but I think Urkel Grew starts with an E. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Start with an E? I don't know. No, Urkel starts with a Isn't U. The e silent. I don't know. Oh man. I'm thinking of Eugene. Yeah, I'm thinking of Eugene. Happy Star Wars, everybody. Go Happy swing a lightsaber at your least favorite person, or your most favorite person. Either way, or your most medium you, favorite person. Maybe they'll start a battle with you. <laughs> that would be sick. Yeah. Uh, join us next week. Possibly Guardians. Yeah, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy Volume Guardians Three. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Four. Um, what three? Is it three? No, this is four, dude. <laughs> 
I'm three. Stop <laughs> four. Three. <laughs> um, yeah. So listen to that as we witness um, all the Guardians die. So that yeah, would be great. Yeah, the death of, literally the death of Marvel. Yeah. Cool. It's great. Yeah, awesome. Everybody feels good about it. And if it's not Guardians, it'll be something else. So that is a fact. <laughs> yes, sir. Look forward to that. <laughs> Look forward to maybe something else <laughs> next week. Okay. Well, okay. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. And may the fourth may be with you. Always. Bye. Bye.